Hey, sick song. This is Trucker Paul. I've got a is that gay? I got two friends on Facebook that uh, talk about is gay or isn't that gay, and I believe that just talking about it is gay. You faggots! Lick my balls! I love Jeffrey. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Wackerly. What's up there, Wackerly? Oh, I'm hungover. Hungover? Yeah. Like- I get, there's something wrong with me that I get more drunk when I don't go out, when I just stay home by myself. So wait, are you drinking hard liquor or are you drinking beer? Last night. Last night. Uh, beer. And <laughs> a little bit of whiskey, but, you know, they go together. Was it green beer? No. <laughs> so, I mean, are you drinking for the holiday, like in preparation for the big holiday? No, I was just bored. <laughs> People don't do the green beer on the West Coast, to my knowledge, do they? I think so. If you go to an Irish bar, they have to have green beer. I think I have been to an Irish bar. I don't. I mean, the tradition seems to be people are drinking black and tans and Guinness and Harp, but I don't. I don't know. You prove me wrong. You have a camera on your phone. If you go out tonight and tomorrow, take a picture of green beer. I was at a bar on Thursday, and they already had green beer. Hmm. I mean, we def. I definitely saw it a lot in the Midwest. My drink of choice on St. Patrick's Day is a Shamrock Shake filled with Jameson. (laughs) <laughs> Jameson, huh? not vodka. No, just like Jameson and a shamrock. That's that's the way the Irish celebrate their holiday. Does Jameson and ice cream really go together? I guess it does. Um, don't you think if you were Irish, you'd be offended that everybody celebrates? I guess uh, you know St. Patrick's Day. You're 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 known for this holiday that everybody just gets extremely inebriated and pukes all over each other. Like that's how they celebrate your heritage. You would be, but you, if you were Irish, you'd be too drunk to care. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I don't know. I mean, I just kind of feel like I would be kind of offended. I'd be like, you know, I'm Irish and I drink every day and I, you know, I have the alcoholic gene, but you motherfuckers don't have to puke all over each other and act like assholes and wear green hats all day. Yeah, that's what pisses you off is you're in the bar and your, your, you know, your home territory bar gets invaded by pricks. It's probably nice know. to see all the women come in because, you know, that shitty Irish bar never has any hot women come in except for St. Patrick's Day. I think I'm just in a bad mood today, Wackerly, because uh, I lost a lot of money on the pick a pontiff game last week. Hmm. What and were you picking? I was, uh, you know, I bet I bet that uh, Cardinal Bonifacius Stauer was going to be selected as pope, and instead they, you know, they 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 get that Argentinian guy. Is he Argentinian or Venezuelan? Yeah, he's the first Latin American, uh, or I think he's the first pope out of, out of outside of Europe ever. Hmm. Yeah, I hear and uh, and 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 yeah, and it's you know I'm sitting here thinking there's no way they're going to pick this guy and this and Cardinal did you hear about this guy Cardinal Bonifacius Stauer I don't even know how to say his name 
No, I didn't pay attention to it at all. Who were you betting on? I, I didn't pay attention to it at <laughs> all. <laughs> if I had to get, I don't know. I don't know. You know, Pope. I mean, there's you know, people can bet. People can play the lotto. People can like you know go play blackjack or whatever. I like to didn't bet. It seemed like it was a much bigger deal last time. I don't think anyone really cares. To be honest, but yeah, but didn't it seem a much bigger? I, I guess I think it's because the other pope died, and then it was sort of it was a big deal because he died, and then then everybody's like, oh, he's dead. Oh, now they got to select a new one. Where this guy just retired or quit, <laughs> as you may characterize it. He resigned. Yeah, come on. And what so do you have to really just kind of like, oh, well, you're quitting. I guess they got to select a new one. Blah blah blah. I mean, what do you really have to do? Drive around in a pope mobile. You don't you have know? to drive it. You just ride in. Yeah, it. you just ride it. I mean, it's like, come on, dude, quit being a pussy. You're like this guy. 80. This guy doesn't take the Pope Mobile though. No, this dude's like salt of the earth. Like he takes the bus, yeah, right? And uh, but anyway, <laughs> he's, such I, a, I, he's such a poser. I put money. I put money down on Cardinal Boniface Stauer, who was on the short list. He was on the short list to replace uh, Benedict, whatever he is, the guy, the the, the Nazi Pope, <laughs> the Nazi Pope. Um, but the uh, fellow the cardinals em- the abandoned evil him. Emperor of the empire. Uh, the fellow cardinals abandoned him after the emergence of some photos. Of a two-hour, 72-hour nonstop party in Florida. This, guy, this guy's amazing. So Cardinal Stauer here has a Facebook, a Facebook account, and he uh, posted a photo album called Tampa Fun. And, and the Dutch man appears at a dizzying array of frat parties, strip clubs, throwing gang signs at the camera, and drinking from two old Milwaukee cans mounted on a beer hat. Is he a Dutch man or a Dutchman? Well, he's a he's a Dutchman, but a uh, flying Dutchman. But no, he's a Dutchman, and uh, he's a Dutch. He's a he's well, from Holland, and the guy was a, he was on the short list. That that's my favorite thing about it. the guy's on a short list of of a Pope short list, and he's partying in Tampa in Tampa, Florida, drinking from a beer hat. It's got to be the mm. coolest Pope of all time. Sounds like it. Well, are Popes allowed to go to the strip? I know they're allowed to drink, but are they allowed to go to the strip club, or is that? Well, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean. Could you imagine being? I, I love how this guy and popes aren't young, so this dude's like an old. He's got to be like what in his sixties. Well, pope. Well, pope candidate. He's in his sixties and he's at a frat party. Everybody's like, "Yeah, dude, let me try on the hat. Here, I'll swap. Let me have your hat, and you can have my beer hat." Mm-hmm. And he's just like flashing gang signs at well, the camera. What was his response to this uh, fracas? I, I guess he was extremely embarrassed. He was rather embarrassed and. uh he t- I took mean, his... did, he, did he justify him? Like, why are you at this frat party, Monsignor? You know, they, they didn't even say anything. In the article that I read, he just took down the Facebook account, and uh, he, was, um, he was abandoned from the, from the shortlist. And th- this is my favorite quote here. Tracy Klugian, a job placement specialist who helps Pample candidates navigate the labyrinthine Pope selection process, um, she said, if you're serious about becoming Pope, Look at every single photo you've pay- posted on Facebook and Instagram. If there's someone drunk on your arm who makes you look fallible, crop them out. If you're thinking about <laughs> becoming Pope and you have a Facebook, <laughs> guess what? You're not going to become Pope because people that become Popes don't have Facebook. Why would a Pope need a Facebook account? Shouldn't he be like reading the Bible, not fucking around on the internet? Do you think this dude just hates his life now? Because you know a lot of people lose, you know, don't get a, they miss out on a job opportunity because they, you know, failed the drug test because they were smoking weed or something. And th- this guy, you know, this is probably the biggest moment of his entire fucking life to become, you know, replace the Pope. He's on the short list of candidates. And the reason he doesn't is because he was partying at frat houses and strip clubs and flashing gang signs on Facebook. 
Uh, he's probably disappointed, but I'm sure he's fine going back to his cardinal job where he lives like a king. <laughs> No, on the backs of the fucking parishioners. I wonder what he's going to do for St. Patrick's Day. Do they take it serious? I mean, is it like, uh, do you got to, uh, do you got to like go and worship the St. Patrick or do they just not care? Well, I think this guy, I think this guy gets, swaps out the old Milwaukee and just puts some green beer in the hat and just gets wasted. (laughs) I don't know. Well, I didn't go to a church when I did go to church. We didn't make a big deal of the saints. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't even know. Is that just a Catholic thing, or do the other churches have saints? I think you know, to be I think honest, I don't Catholic really care. <laughs> but, so. but aren't uh, the Irish? Aren't they like half Protestant, half of them are Catholic? Mm-hmm. So what do the Protestants? There's, there's there's a slight issue going on over there over that. Well, what, what do the Protestants point? do when? Uh, or do do they all just on St. Patrick's Day like fuck it? Let's just get really drunk and fight. Yeah, put down the guns, but we are going to have you know fisticuffs be- back behind the bar by the dumpster. And we're just going to get all really wasted. Yeah. yeah. It's a national holiday. Um, you know who's not going to have a uh, very pleasant St. Patrick's Day this year? One specific person? <laughs> one specific person I could think of, I other know. than you, <laughs> who uh, doesn't sound like you you're too of? enthused either. Um, Gilberto Valley, the uh, cannibal cop from New York. Cannibal cop. The cannibal cop. <laughs> he wasn't. I mean, he was kind of like a sexual deviant. It was not just cannibalism, right? They he call was... him. They call him the cannibal cop. Uh, he was uh, the officer. It's Gilberto Val- Valley. I guess. I guess that'd be his name, like Frankie Valley. Uh, he's mm-hmm. convicted in a cannibal plot. He faces life in prison for a thought murder for ugly thoughts. It's like 1984 up in this bitch. It's like Minority Report. Minority Report. That's another good one. Yeah, it's insane. So, you know, this article uh, or this story has been circulating for a while now. I remember when it when it came out. I don't even know if we even really talked. About, did we discuss this on Sick and Wrong? The Cannibal Cop guy? No, it got preempted by something. Maybe the shit boat. <laughs> well, that's much more important. God, <laughs> it might have been the shit boat. I have no. You know, oftentimes people will send in these six stories. And we, we won't do it just, just because there's not enough information about it yet. Yeah. Or, or maybe it's a non-story. We think it's a non-story because, well, nothing really happened. And I think this cannibal cop, albeit interesting, I felt it was a non-story because the guy didn't actually murder anybody and eat anybody. Mm-hmm. He thought about it. He role-played on the internet. He drew some pictures in a coloring book of uh, him chopping up women. But he didn't do it. Well, nobody knew back yet, right, when we first heard about it. Well, I think that... I They're think still investigating. Yeah, I mean, and then uh, I think he was indicted on uh, kidnapping charges, but nothing actually ended up happening. Well, then he, he's been in trial, and so this week it, uh, you know, it went to court. And uh, this past Tuesday, a New York police officer, uh, Gilberto Valley, was convicted on Tuesday in a bizarre plot to kidnap, torture, kill, and eat women, which ended the trial whose outcome hinged on a delicate distinction between fantasy... And reality. And, and that's what's interesting here. This is some Mr. Rogers shit. Well, I mean, what, what's fucked Land up about it? Land of make-believe. It? Yeah, I mean, it's... When does, when does an internet fantasy become a reality? I mean, the guy... For me, never. <laughs> I wish it would. But, the, I mean, this guy, okay, he's committed thought murders. I mean, fuck, I, I probably commit six to, to eight thought murders every three hours. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and I mean, if, and if you look at my, I mean, obviously I'm not like any, you know, a member of any disgusting internet dark fetish forum, but I, I mean, look at the sick and wrong forum. Yeah. It's not that far. It's, it's not, you know, it's not that far from it. Right. He, he did go to extreme measures to document his fantasy, which maybe was his downfall. I, I mean, I don't think it's right, but that's probably what he shouldn't have done. He made drawings and stuff. <laughs> he also he also had uh, these internet personas, and he met. He, there's like two other co-conspirators that he met with. One guy from mm-hmm. Pakistan, and they swapped recipes. Like the guy had a recipe book about how he's going to cook a woman. In Pakistan, <laughs> it's probably actually going on. <laughs> well, you couldn't really tell with their food. I mean, curry is just. I mean, you look at it; it's curry. Plus, I just think they, have they, anything murder, in it. they just murder women left and right, and it just goes unreported over there. They don't tolerate back sass, that's for sure. No, um, but but what's interesting? There's a fundamental question at play here. When does a virtual crime, contemplated in internet chat rooms, become an actual crime? And so, this might actually be a landmark case, a precedent-setting case where. If somebody's just talking about a crime or having fantasies, S&M fantasies, he could be uh, culpable of uh, conspiring to commit murder. So that's the, the actual charge that he's getting put away for is conspiring to commit murder? Yeah, it was uh, kidnap- one count of kidnapping conspiracy and, uh, and conspiring conspiracy of murder. Oh, he did kidnap somebody. Though. No, he didn't actually kidnap. He was talking about it. He he had a plan. His fantasy so it's was conspiring to kidnap, conspiring, conspiring to kidnap, to conspiring to uh, murder somebody. Con- mm. Conspiracy of murder, conspiracy of kidnapping. Uh, but there is no evidence that any of the women whom the officer is accused of planning to kill were harmed. And uh, but the well, pros- but that I guess that that makes it. So, I, I didn't realize. I, I think it's once you start talking to somebody else and making plans with somebody else. That seems like that's a legitimate crime, then. Life imprisonment? Maybe not life imprisonment. I think uh, harassment. I mean, I think, there, I think the guy should... I think he should receive psychiatric counseling. I think... Um, yeah, I think he should be charged with a crime. You know, but I, I'm saying but... th- this law is on the books, and it predates the internet, probably. I mean, if you like were meeting with some shady guy in a bar, and you both started talking about... Like, let's go murder a woman and you help me and I'll help you and we'll like cover it all up. And then somebody you know, found out about that. Well, what they're saying here that there's under the law that we currently have, when someone's conspiring to commit crimes like terrorism, drugs or insider trading, <laughs> or in this case, murder. I mean, it's, right. it's uh, you know, he's culpable. So that's what mm. they're they're comparing it to. So uh, Valley's only 28. I mean, he could receive life in prison when he's sentenced on uh, June 19th. Um, his lawyer called the verdict devastating and said the government has not proved its case. She said this is a thought prosecution. And yes, they're very ugly thoughts. But can you prosecute somebody for their thoughts? And then, uh, I, mean, I guess I, you can. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess. And I think actually that's, what's, that's what I find frightening about this. Um, what's interesting is they did have to release just – scores of, of, of all this uh, testimony and, and, and evidence and, uh, and uh, like the, the, the darkest parts of his life and his sexual identity were revealed to everybody, including his family. Um, <laughs> and he has to be in court for this, right? Because he's yeah. criminal. I mean, it, it's the, that's the worst part about it. It's like, have you seen that show? It's called like My Strange Addiction. 
Um, I know of it. I don't actually watch it because I think it's all fake. But. It's, it's all fake. It's terrible. But part of the allure of that show, and I think what they build up to it when they when they write it, is the coming out segment where the, the, the balloon fetishist has to come out to his sister and right. say, well, I really like fucking balloons. And then the sister's like, huh? Really? <laughs> and she's just shocked. You know, that, that's kind of what happened here. And like his mom and dad were in this trial. And like the mom, uh, what did it say? The mom ended up leaving. Uh, yeah, the mom said she like stormed out of the courtroom and was just like, I'm shocked. I'm, I'm in shock. She's like, I can't believe this is my son. <laughs> uh, you knew he was a weird fucking kid. Yeah, but I break. mean, could you imagine you're, you're just sitting there and, well, mom, this is how, what I like to jerk off to. I could imagine like my mom being like, so this is the kind of porn you're into? <laughs> like it would just be, I couldn't even, it's just a conversation I couldn't ever fathom even having. Yeah, you don't want to be forced to have that. And then I also have it in front of a room full of strangers <laughs> and a judge. <laughs> well, so the, the, the trial highlighted some of the darkest corners of the internet uh, where fetishists hide behind web identities. So the, the identity that Mr. Valley used here was Girl Meat Hunter. And he used to be, uh, he used to frequent a website called darkfetish.net, which I hmm. looked at it. I didn't sign up for it. Well, you don't know if I did. But no, I looked at it the other day, and yeah, it's just like... Uh, the cops know. Yeah, I'm sure. If you go to, I think it's just darkfetish.net, you go there, and there's all these different chat rooms where it's like, I like to you know, stab women, and I like to... It's just torture porn. Mm-hmm. And so it's just you go to these different forums, and you swap your torture porn videos that are just... I mean, stuff you'd even find on, like, kink.com. I mean, is that a crime to jack off to that? <laughs> well, it's, it's like child porn, right? You, like, the harm it's is that the children, the children who made the, you were forced to make the porn were victimized. So, but this is just, like, people write stories or they draw pictures. Like, they don't actually have uh, videos of, of women getting their tits cut off or anything, right? Well, they have videos of, uh, you know, but I guess it'd be porn that simulated torture. Simulated, porn. simulated torture. torture, and porn. the women are over eighteen, so they're consenting yeah. to be in this. They're, they're porn, porn actresses, and this is the this sure. is fetish fetish porn. I mean, I, I but I they're not like actually having like their foot sawed off. It's not a snuff film. I mean, I didn't see. I, I didn't really look through the site, but you know, they're, they're, there's yeah, a good chance though <laughs> that these people probably do meet offline, which is what uh, Mr. Valley did. I mean, he made some buddies on this site. Um, this guy in a. Uh, this guy. What are you into? <laughs> well, I like it when uh, you strangle a chick and uh, she's kicking, face turns blue, and then I slap her with my dick. <laughs> You're gross. <laughs> I only like edge play. Well, the crux of the dispute here in the trial has been the government's contention that the officer was plotting actual crimes um, over the internet with co-conspirator, co-conspirators like the man in Pakistan. He says that, they, uh, that he carried out additional acts, like conducting surveillance of potential victims. Now, that I can understand. That's a crime. But that's, yeah, peeping Tom. Well, but that's also, it's, it's harassment. Yeah. But is that, is, is that a crime that warrants a, you know, a, a lifetime in prison sentence? I wouldn't think not. That's what I say. But, um, so the whole, the whole reason this all came to um, the, the police attention is his wife sold them out. His wife found uh, incriminating photos and pictures, some with her face in his computer of her being chopped up and cooked <laughs> and a, a recipe for cooking his wife and uh, one of his wife's best friends. 
So this dude had had fantasies. It's kind of like a menage. Yeah. Well, I think he was just planning on making a feast here. A stew. A stew. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving means something entirely different at uh, Cannibal Cop's house. So his wife discovered these disturbing emails and uh, these recipes and pictures that he had drawn of her being, you know, uh, severed with severed severed limbs and being cooked. Yeah. You didn't see the drawings? I did see some of them on uh, on, uh, Gawker. It's quite quite artistic. I'm going to have to post some to the uh, website. Yeah, they're fantastic. Um, so the agent here cross-examined the wife. He had cited factors that, uh, he used to differentiate communications that involved real crimes from fantasy role play. Um, he said the use of actual victims' names in messages, because he used the actual victim names and, uh, because he discussed methods of torture and bargained over the price of kidnapping victims from four grand to five grand. That means he was conspiring to commit a real crime. Yeah. And it crossed over to reality versus fantasy. Right. Like, when were you going to call it off, you know? Well, okay. The, guy, the, the guy's responsible. He likes to plan. Plan things in advance. Can, can, you, can you crucify a guy for planning? for pre-med- I mean, premeditation, okay. But the, the guy's he's responsible. Yeah. Look at, um, I mean, look at uh, people that go on vacation. They have every uh, site that they want to go to already planned out. They get their traveler's checks. This guy was basically getting his traveler's checks ready. Mm-hmm. He didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. He didn't follow through. He did not follow through. Yeah. Well, that's why he's not going to get the chair. Well, uh, it was enough to convince the jury who unanimously found that Mr. Valley's detailed and specific plans to abduct women for the purpose of committing gross, grotesque crimes were very real. Yeah, if you just get some old prudish ladies on there that have never even looked at pornography ever, you're going down on the jury. And this is a jury of your peers. I mean, it's unfair. <laughs> well, it's just by peers, they just mean other people. I know, right? but these are people. They don't have to be like you. No, but these are just other people. I'm sure the lawyers went through and sorted out. You know, they interviewed everybody, cross-examined everybody, and then uh, eliminated the jurors that they thought, okay, look at this guy's got tattoos. He probably also jacks off to internet porn. <laughs> off the jury. Like he you. He probably has a wide uh, you know, perception of what is acceptable for porn. Like, I bet you here. I would have been eliminated from this jury. Yeah. Well, any, any male under the age of 60 was probably eliminated. Well, I mean, okay, let's say, let's say you were on it. I would, I would have dissented. I never would have allowed this to happen. I never would have been like, no, I think he's guilty. I, would have, I think I would have said he's guilty of certain crimes. I don't think he's guilty of a conspiracy to commit murder. Mm-hmm. How long – I've always – I've never actually gotten to the jury stage where you're in the room with the other jurors. How long would you maintain your principle if it just meant that the trial had to keep going on and going on and going on? I guess it depends on how much I was being paid at work. If I was being paid in full – um, because don't they say like certain jobs will only pay you like the, uh, like the, the, the limited, a limited amount. Like I have no idea. Amount. I can't imagine my job would pay my salary if I had to be on a jury for two months. Yeah. But if it was a high profile case like this, I bet your, I bet your job ha- would have to, you could probably sue them. I have no idea how it works. I mean, if it was, if it was that and I didn't actually have to work, I could just go to this jury and just kind of hang out all day, get free food, argue about porn and then look at all this porn. Because that's what probably the evidence is mostly porn. Yeah, I'd do it. It'd be awesome. 
So the uh, I think I tend to think I just want to get the fuck out of there, and maybe for the first day I'd say ah, I'm not so sure he's guilty. But then when it became clear that none of these other mouth breathers on the jury with me were agreeing with me, I'd just be like, okay, yeah, sure he's guilty. Let's get out of here. Wackley, you're biased. You're off the jury. I mean- <laughs> no, I'm just lazy, <laughs> and I'm easily bored, and I don't like tedium. Why not just bring those glasses with the fake eyes and just sleep, like Homer? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> what am I going to do? I'm going to be up all night then. So some of the... Uh, some Maybe of, if I had Google Glass. Yeah, no, the Google Glasses. And you could just look at internet porn. You know, <laughs> or and, whatever. And Other reviews. internet sites. Yeah. I'm not going to be jacking your off Facebook. in the jury booth. Yeah, I'll be checking my Facebook. Um, so some of the evidence that they brought up here was, uh, was interesting. So Mr. Valley, his wife and their baby had lunch with Kimberly Sauer, who was a... Uh, a college friend of the of the officers and the officer's wife, and I <laughs> wait, uh, wait a minute. So you wanted to you wanted to eat this chick, and her last name is Sour Sa- Sawyer. Yeah, Sour S A U E R Sour. Oh, not like S O U R Sour Patch Kid. Not Sour Patch Kid. She might have tasted sour though. Right. Was his wife named Sweet? <laughs> <laughs> um, a list material coming out of yes. coming out of Wackley today. Um. So Mr. Valley, I guess, had exchanged – he had a uh, one of the co-conspirators. His name Moody Blues. So there's Girl Meet Hunter chatting with Moody Blues here. And it, after he had, had had lunch or brunch with his friend, his college friend, Miss Sauer, um, he had exchanged uh, some messages with Moody Blues saying that the entire time his mouth was watering, he was eyeing her from head to toe – and he longed for the day I can cram a chloroform-soaked rag in her face. <laughs> listening to a dude talk about his sexual fantasies is like listening to some person describe their fucking dream to you. You're just like, oh my god, just get on with it. What? Okay, is that it? Are you done? I, I just, I'm, I'm amazed that these dudes. This is what they talk about. Like they, they, they go on, go on this forum, and be like, oh really? Tell me more. Yeah, she right. looked absolutely mouthwatering. Do you jack, do you jack off while you, while another man is describing his sexual fantasy to you? It's just <laughs> disgusting. Um, they, <laughs> the FBI said that uh, when they searched through his computer, he did he had done Google searches for phrases like "how to abduct a girl," "how to chloroform a girl." <laughs> <laughs> see, that kind of bothers me too because I would hate for someone to uh, seize my computer and go through some of these searches on my machine. Uh huh. And and just not to mention the pictures that I have saved on here, I'd be fucked. Why are you saving pictures? I don't know. I in just, case the internet goes down. No, like uh, just even some of the pictures that I have that I've used for some of the flyers I made for Sick and Wrong. Oh, I mean, I think a jury would convict me based on that. <laughs> I don't know. It's disgusting. Anyway, in closing here, uh, his uh, public de- he had a public defender. He should have hired a good Jew lawyer. Is what this guy needed. She contended, Ms. All problems. Ms. Gatto contended that prosecutors had presented a distorted picture of what had been just a lovely brunch amongst old college friends. Um, she said that uh, her client's fantasy role playing about Miss Sauer made perfect sense. You fantasize about people you were thinking of seeing. She, she had this whole defense set up called the ugly thoughts defense. You know, I don't know. I, I guess I'll fantasize occasionally about... Um, have, have you heard about that website called... I think it's called how, bangyourfriends.com, where you go through your yeah. Facebook friends. And what? And you, you choose... Okay, it's like some website called Bang Your Friends. You go through your Facebook friends and you say, I'd bang her. You know, I'd bang her. And then if she 
had looked through your account and said she'd bang you, it somehow connects you. Brilliant. <laughs> it's called bang your friends. Yeah. How many people have ever actually been laid as a result of this service? I'm not sure. I just found out about it. But I bet you some would, of our... I would guess zero. Sick and wrong fans, if you've used Bang Your Friends, write to us. I want to know about any of these encounters. Yeah, I want to know if you actually successfully banged one of your friends using it. I don't, like, I'm sure tons of dudes go up and sign up and list all the women that they're friends with that they want to fuck. But I just doubt that it, everybody actually seals the deal. But, but then again, there's fantasy. You know, I mean, this guy, this guy's having, so this guy, instead of bang your friends, he's, he's looking up, eat your friends, maybe bang them mm-hmm. first, then eat them. Right. I don't think any woman's going to sign up and say, yes, I'm willing to be eaten though. Yeah, that's true. Although, you know, takes all kinds. There's that German guy who agreed to that sort of thing. Yeah, that's true. As, uh, as for the internet searches, his uh, attorney told the jury he'd been Googling a host of awful things because that's what he fantasizes, fantasizes about. That's his porn. That's his porn. That's his porn. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, that's porn. What is porn? <laughs> porn is just, uh, porn Whatever. is fantasy. It can be can anything. Be anything. People jerk off to balloon animals and... My Little Pony. You know, old dirty shoes. Cat that's videos. Oh, yeah, Cat wait, that's, video porn. Wait, that's me. Um, <laughs> little Bub. Can't tell you how many loads I've dropped over that one. I hate don't, that. Don't I, tell us. I hate that cat, actually. It just disgusts me. Abomination. Why? It, it's just an abomination. I hate looking at it. I hate thinking about it. Um, I hate the fact that it's, about, it's famous. <laughs> do you want to talk about all the internet famous cats? No, but it's that them? cat in particular. Okay, I don't want to go off on that. But this is totally off topic, Waggerly. We're talking about a cannibal cop. I didn't bring it up. We're either. talking about a travesty of justice here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the defense team is uh, asking the judge to throw out the verdict and um, pursue other appeal options. You know, I don't know. Was the guy's conspiracy... Uh, conspiracing. I don't even know what the word is. Cons- Conspirators. Conspiracizing with his conspirator. Was that guy a, like a undercover cop? Is that how they figured this out? No, it's his wife turned him in because she oh. uh, had been looking through what his What happened computer. to Moody Blue? Is he going to get charged also? Yeah, it's Moody Blues and the guy in Pakistan are all being charged. Oh, like they're going to get that guy in Pakistan. <laughs> well, I don't even see how they're, yeah, they're going to find out his true identity. That guy's off scot-free. Well, it's dude, they, they got Pakistan. Osama. They got Osama. Yeah, it took some money, though. I don't think they're going to waste the money on... What's the Pakistan guy's screen name? They didn't say they said a guy from Pakistan. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ayatollah Asahola? I'm not sure. Yeah. But yeah, I, you know, I don't know. It, it's, I'm going to follow this case because I think it is precedent setting. Can somebody be convicted for a thought murder? It's a virtual crime, a real crime. Mm, I think you're simplifying it, but... Well, tell, I mean, us how, tell us how it turns out. Well, that's, uh, I mean, it's, it's interesting to see how the result of this because I personally, I don't think I think the guy is guilty of a crime. I think he's guilty. If two of, guys meet meet in a bar to, and they decide they want to murder D. Simon and they get caught, I mean, what do you think their punishment should be? Okay, there's conspiracy to commit murder. Yeah. Okay, right. so that's a couple of years in prison. Life in prison? I don't know if it's just a couple of years in prison. Well, okay. Well, you, maybe you'd I mean, be cool. Those people that want to murder you, you'd be like, well, in two years they'll probably rethink it. But I'm just saying, what if they're just joking about it? I mean, like, yeah, if if I was to murder D. Simon, this is what I would do. 
you know, a yeah. drowning. But in, in the meantime, they also went and bought some guns and this some guy didn't buy any guns and a white a white van with no windows in it. Okay, well then that guy they're they're actually planning to commit a crime. This dude was okay. fantasy role playing with some other pervert he met on the internet. He was drawing mm-hmm. up some pictures that they probably both jacked off to simultaneously. But he mm-hmm. didn't Jo buddies. Yeah, I mean he yeah <laughs> Jo buddies, but he didn't actually do anything. So in my opinion, I think this guy should be, yes, okay, conspiracy, whatever. You mean harassment? Yes. He should be charged with that. Life in prison? I think that's a bit severe. Right. Which he hasn't got yet, so maybe the judge will be easy on him. We'll see on uh, June 19th. People, this is uh, episode 372 here of uh, Sick and Wrong. Um, You know the way the show works. Send us your stories. Uh, every week, we present the most disturbing news items that we found this week. They've got to be current articles, and uh, we talk about them here on the show. If we choose your story and we give you credit for it, uh, we will send you a Stick Around Care Package. You can send your stories to stickaroundpodcast at hotmail.com, submit them via Facebook or the Twitters. I think we have two somewhat related stories here this week. A few people sent them in. Mm-hmm. So uh, before we get to that, uh, here's a word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. It's Butt Plug Month on adamandeve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. All right, the first story here uh, we got for episode 372 uh, was sent in from Miranda from Michigan. Got a few Michigan uh, listeners. Couple put razor blades in donuts, according to the police. Uh, Please say a couple who claim they found razor blade pieces in the donuts that they just purchased actually placed the razor blades in the pastries themselves before ingesting them. Mm. Not sure why they included kind of a sexual fetish. It probably is. Not sure why they included the ingesting in the plan. Doesn't seem very thought you know well thought out here. I mean, I understand, okay, I understand the slipping a pin or a razor or a piece of glass into the pastry, but you don't want to swallow it. Maybe, no. you know, maybe have an iPhone video or Snapchat or something of you eating it and being like, ah, it's a condom in my mouth or a finger and you're yeah. eating Wendy's chili, but you don't swallow it. I what mean, were they going to do? Dig it out of their turds? That's what I don't understand. Were they planning to, uh, like, bring in their feces with little pieces of uh, triangular-shaped razors? Maybe razor they bits? thought they'd be more sympathetic to, the, to you know, uh, a judge and a jury if it actually had, like, inflicted harm on them. Okay, so th- you're, you're saying if they didn't die from internal bleeding, like right. re- a, really, a really painful death, right. then they could bring in their feces with the razor blades. Yeah, and then they'd get, you know, two million as opposed to one million. Not very intelligent in uh, Draper, Illinois. Yeah, none um, of these people who try and scam restaurants um, or grocery stores or any kind of you know retail establishments—they're they're never very bright. Yeah, they're just uh, these people are just are not the uh, brightest bulb in the batch here. So uh, Carol Lee Hardman, 
39 years old, and Michael Condor, 35 years old. <laughs> Condor and Hardman. Is this a yeah? Is this a TV show from you know action show from the 80s? <laughs> Con- next on Condor and the Hardman. <laughs> it should be. Um, I'm gonna foil like a counterfeiting ring. Uh, they were arrested and also accused of aggravated assault after letting one of their coworkers at the Dollar Tree store bite into one of the suspect donuts, knowing that there were actually razor blade pieces inside. You know, this brings up an interesting point. Wackley, do people bring food to your work, like to your office, on a regular basis? Yes. What, what do you think of that practice? I love it. Free food. What kind of food? Like, is it just uh, like Cupcakes, candy? Cupcakes. People have fruit trees, so they bring in fruit. Uh, what else? Uh, you know, lemon squares, uh, mostly dessert-type items. Yeah. You know, I'm not into it. Why I'm not, not into it. Well, not even food for... phobias? No, it's not a food phobia. It's not like I'm bulimic or anything. The, the, the thing is about That's, it... Bulimia isn't a food phobia, though. Okay, th- this is why I'm you, not And into when it. you're bulimic, you love food. You want to eat, but you just have to eat so much of it. Okay, I'm not anorexic. Purge. You know, I'm not, I'm not sitting here like, oh, I'm fighting a food. or It's not a hygiene issue. What it is, it's a worker distraction issue. It's mm-hmm. become at, at... I noticed this when I was in the office a few weeks ago. It's become like a... Uh, 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 like a brinkmanship competition with these desserts. Like all the women in our office are like, oh, well, I made this key lime pie. Well, I made this. And it's just these desserts are becoming more and more elaborate. And they're taking more of their time. Like uh, one girl didn't Somebody come- going to bring in like a full-on wedding cake fully decorated? No, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like one girl made this kind of crazy tiramisu dish, which must have, I don't know, it took her a long time to make. And not to mention, she showed up to work three hours late because it, something had happened, so she had to remake a part of it. Mm-hmm. Three yeah, hours well, that, late know, to work yeah. for this stupid dessert to impress everybody. Don't you work from home? <laughs> how, how is this happening? Okay, this is why I'm jealous. I don't get to have any of these desserts. All I hear about is from Sleazy E. Are, are they, yeah, are they like, uh, you know, uh, Skyping you with like <laughs> pictures of the cake? Yeah, Sleazy E will send me pictures of, because I work with Sleazy E and he's in the office. He's like, dude, look at this food that we got today, Taco Friday. And I'm just like, fuck you. Fuck you and your goddamn Taco Friday while I'm eating my frozen peas and carrots. What is, yeah, what does Sleazy contribute? Like, I'm bringing in my mother's boiled pizza recipe tomorrow for all you, my fellow co-workers. God, I would not eat any food Sleazy E brings in. Could you imagine? <laughs> what about a Twix bar? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I would rather eat a donut filled with razors than Sleazy E's, like... Twix bar? Uh, I don't know, macaroni and cheese, his special recipe for macaroni and cheese. I, 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 don't, know if, I don't even want to know what he puts in that. It scares me. As a single dude, I always think it's like, it's really just creepy what you're a single dude. I'm a single dude. Sleazy is a single dude. Like, just what we, a food we make for ourselves at night. Like, when you're not eating dinner with somebody else or at a restaurant, you just eating in front of your computer some weird like bachelor man meal i was talking with a uh, friend of mine the other day and uh she was appalled at what i ate the night before and i was like what do you mean she's like you seriously ate this and i i, I eat this all the time i don't think it's weird I, I don't think it's weird at all i have frozen peas and carrots i microwave uh-huh. them for two minutes and then i just put a can of tuna and like empty a can of tuna in it and just kind of yep. stir it up with a bunch of sriracha that's a meal pretty disgusting why is that disgusting? Tuna with frozen peas and carrots. You know, it's it's not 
any type of a recipe that anybody's ever heard of in the face of the earth. <laughs> and you're clearly just making it because like it's easy to buy and and they you know the shelf life of those things is is like years and years. It takes three minutes to yeah, make. Yeah, and it takes no time. Yeah. yeah. And then I can just like go back to jacking off to internet porn with my yeah. buddies. This is exact <laughs> this is my point exactly. I, you know, she was just like, really? That's what you eat? And I was like, yeah, why not? She's like, that's disgusting. She was just shocked. And I, I, I well, mean, whatever. you understand because put, put it this way. I mean, you're, you're, you consciously understand that this is not an appropriate meal because you would never make that for somebody else if they came over to your house. Well, no, and but you would never eat it if anybody was there that would see you eating it. But I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not ashamed by it. I'm not going, but also I'm not going to make like are, some though. elaborate meal though. What kind of, right. I'm not going to cook like some elaborate, like pasta dish for myself. <laughs> slaving in my kitchen for myself. Lab, like, you know, yeah, throwing, boiling some water and throwing some spaghetti in for nine minutes. Or like making lasagna, like my six layer lasagna with ricotta cheese. I don't do that. It's right. Frozen peas and carrots, tuna. Yeah, takes exactly, me three minutes. This is exactly what I'm talking about. What do you make? I, I'm no better. I'm no better. You know, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know what's like the creepiest thing. I have a lot of like microwavable foods in my freezer. <laughs> Anyway, she was shocked. And then you just the shove it in your mouth as quickly as possible. And, and and it's good if the microwave thing has its own container because then you just throw that out too. Yeah, you don't have to even worry about you it. You don't have to wash the fork, which is just, you know, the scourge of the bachelor. <laughs> Fucking washing his silverware. Did you read that story that was circulating this past week of the guy, the dork that made that, that uh, concoction? It was just a liquid meal called Soylent. Uh, I did not read that. So this dude... Essentially, just kind of examine what kind of nutrition the body needs. And he, so he brought all these like amino acids and uh, vitamins and stuff like that. He's crushed it into just one drink that he calls mm-hmm. Soylent. And he's just drank Soylent for the past six weeks. Yeah. Is he some type of a bodybuilder or something? No. He's just a skinny software developer. He's like, I don't want to waste time eating. He's like, so if I can just <laughs> yeah. drink something. Because like, a guy like that has such a full life. <laughs> so many fulfilling activities that he needs to get on. I'm I think sure. he was doing it more as an as an experiment, but uh, but but he's he's uh, sparked the interest of nutritionists and um, scientists. Actually, were thinking of doing this for using this this beverage he came up with for astronauts. Like, uh-huh. uh, How do the astronauts feel about it? Well, whatever. I mean, what else do they eat? But anyway, uh, I, what, I saw a big, I saw a video of a guy making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in space. But what what excited me about it is I was like, if I could just drink a drink. And I can get all the nutrients that I need. I would not care. Then I wouldn't eat my peas and frozen carrots or whatever and and uh, mm-hmm. tuna. <laughs> I would just drink my drink and be like, okay, I'm fine. Like, yeah. would you? Uh, no, I would. I would not drink the drink. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like you can't. Why not? Why is it really that complicated? He says he's like. Dude, he, why don't you just take your tuna and peas and carrots and just blend it and put it into individual you know, serving sizes and bottles and put it in your freezer because you, you microwave that shit all and the essential it. nutrients. Like this guy, he, this guy formulated this, this drink that satisfies the body and all the nutrients that it actually needs. Well, how come you're not dying then? Because that's all you're eating. Well, what I find interesting about it is what about like his organs? Wouldn't they wither from disuse like atrophy? Which organs? Well, your stomach, your your intestines, your stomach, whatever. I mean, there's there's no digestion happening. So, I mean, what would happen? You no, know, digestion is happening. You have a very skewed view of how your body works, I think. No, okay, but there's certain organs that have certain functions. And if you're not eating solid food, 
those organs are going to wither because you're not using. I mean, so if, if you're just drinking, <laughs> and this guy is not a scientist. This guy just he's just doing it out of his house right yet now. Na- yet NASA is interested in his crazy fucking blended shit smoothie. <laughs> okay, well, his shit smoothie <laughs> has been fine for him for six weeks. Let's let's check back and back with him in six months and see what he looks like. You just take a Metamucil fiber pills. He's gonna look like uh, Lindsay Lohan, I guarantee. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> well, does he have a bunch of meth in there also? <laughs> he now, should. You, now you got me interested. He should. Oh, go check it out, Soylent. You can actually email the guy, and he'll send you a trial, like a uh, trial package of his Soylent product. Yeah, great. That's just what I want. Mystery <laughs> fluid that I'm gonna eat from some weird programming dude. You sure you didn't put your semen in here? I guarantee it. <laughs> Right. Back to donuts with razors, all right? Okay. Um, so the the couple here, Hardman and Condor, were accused of aggravated assault. They're also arrested for investigation of filing a false police report. So last Wednesday, uh, police received a call from the couple who claimed they found a triangular piece of sharp metal in a donut purchased at Smith's Food Store in Draper, Draper, Illinois. So they're not even at a Krispy Kreme or a Dunkin' Donuts. They're just mm-hmm. at a random grocery store. Yeah. So how much money are you going to get from that? Mm, I mean, is it an independent grocery store or is it chain like Safeway? Or... Just says Smith's Food Store. Not a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's... A, the, that guy's probably operating on a month-to-month basis. It's just not a very well-thought-out plan here. Like, if, if you're planning to commit some kind of food fraud, mm-hmm. don't follow these people. Don't use these people as a blueprint. No. They're just not working out. So detectives immediately uh, were suspicious. They investigated the incident, and they noticed that things weren't adding up. Got Matlock over here on the case. Um, eventually, they arrested the two people, and uh, detectives determined that the couple put the razor blades in the donuts themselves. The couple actually ingested fingernail to thumbnail-sized pieces of broken razor blades. Hmm. Are they doing fine medically? And our hospital x-rays said they could see several razor blades in their stomachs. So <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> uh, you know these people aren't insured, right? So they're like, you know, getting government-provided health insurance to get these razor blades removed. I'm sure. And it's I don't think word. they have a health plan at the dollar store. It just amazes me that when they came up with this scheme that one of them was just like, well, don't you think we might – die from internal bleeding it's extremely painful when stomach acid just starts you know rotting your other organs yeah and poisoning yourself like it, you know you know. become septic like yeah. it's, it's a very painful way to die but obviously that didn't even occur to them because all they were thinking about was the twenty thousand dollar settlement they'd get maybe they were just really hungry <laughs> they forgot they, they forgot <laughs> wait which donor which donuts have the razor blades wait we have donuts okay. <laughs> why don't you say so but you know what? Very short attention span. A well thought out plan was the Wendy's finger incident. Remember that with the chili? Yep. That was a good idea. I don't know. I don't quite recall how she got caught, but. I believe that she got the thumb or whatever it was, pinky, uh, from a guy that her husband worked with at the auto body shop. And she bought it from him. And the guy was like, why do you want that? And she said, oh, I just want it. And she paid him 20 bucks or something. And I collect fingers. D- yeah, the dude whose finger it was, you know, obviously once she came up in the news is trying to get a lot of money out of Wendy's because she found a finger in her chili. 
He was like, that's my fucking finger. She's not going to get millions of dollars because she paid me 20 bucks for that thing. And well, he ratted her out. Wouldn't you contact her first and say, I'm going to rat you out unless you give me half? Yeah, but this guy's one of those sort of honest, working, blue-collar guys. Goddamn do-gooders. Neither of us. Yeah, we aren't, we aren't that person. Do-gooders. Anyway, that's a good idea, though. She didn't ingest the finger. She probably, like, maybe, like, pulled it out of her mouth and was like, Gross! Right. Yeah, you, know? you gotta make you gotta make a big scene, kind of like Fred Sanford type, like, Oh my god <laughs> this There's is a big fucking one. razor blade in my donut. Exactly. I could see doing that, but yeah, but these guys they, I mean not only do they eat it, I mean they it sounds like they took the donuts back to their workplace. I mean, and, and so that's, no, make a big scene in the grocery store. That's why they were charged with aggravated assault. I think what they wanted to do was eat them at work and then have everybody be like, oh, my God, there's razors in here. So it would be more people to corroborate their testimony. But that's also stupid because now that's more people that are going to horn in on the settlement. These people are yeah. just dumb. I no, mean, I hate not, to say it, but it, the people who work at the dollar store are not the sharpest razor blades in the donut. <laughs> the coworker who was the uh, lone victim here in the scenario felt the razor blade in his mouth after biting into the donut, but did not actually swallow it. So he wasn't injured. But don't you think he was just like, not cool, not cool, man. Why would you Again, do that? Again, with the razor blades in my food, <laughs> you pranksters. Hopefully that guy gets a lot of money out of these two characters, although I'm sure they're judgment-proof. It's a shitty office prank to feed your coworkers donuts with razor blades. Well, why if you work just... at the dollar store, are you allowed to say, oh, I'm going into the office? You mean the dollar store where you work? <laughs> it's not an office, buddy. Why not feed it to your dog? I don't know. People love their dogs and don't want them to die. Yeah, but couldn't you sue based on that? Or like if you have a retarded kid and just like, you don't, oh. you don't look D, you don't feed it to anybody. <laughs> you just <laughs> pull it out in the store where you bought the donuts. So there's no confusion as to where the donuts came from. Because that's, if I'm the store owner, that's what I'm going to say. I'm like, I don't know if you got those donuts here. Maybe you like bought them. Maybe somebody bought them and put the razor blades in and then you bought them from the guy in the parking lot. That has nothing to do with me. Yeah, maybe they're prepackaged, you know, donuts, and they're suing the company that packages these donuts. I mean, this guy obviously probably didn't make these donuts at the store. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't even think of that. But then again, like Hostess mini chocolate donuts. Although Hostess is now, you have a hard time getting money out of them since they went bankrupt. But then again, how how would you prove it? I mean, I think what they were planning on doing is going eating the donuts at the dollar store with their coworker, and then all three of them would get sick, and then they could they could sue. It's just not a good idea. You don't you don't ingest. Well, the what if it all blades. worked out? You know, they all they got each got five million dollars from the donut company, and they live these lavish lifestyles. And you know, at the end of their lives, they're all old, but they're you know living in their gold plated you know retirement home. And they turn to the other guy, oh, Bob. I never did tell you, but we put the <laughs> blades in those donuts. Would you be mad, or would you be like? You fed me a razor blade, but I did. Now I've lived this, you know, lavish lifestyle, so it's cool. We're even. Yeah, no, I would take my colostomy bag and empty it all over your face because that's probably what's going to happen. Because their stomach sliced open or their their large own. intestine. Now yeah. they got to get a colostomy bag. Hmm. I'd be pissed. <laughs> what do you have here for uh, the second story? <laughs> Hey, 
this one's from Carmen from Joliet, Illinois. And the story also happened in Illinois in the great sh- city of Chicago. Didn't, didn't we have the, the necrophile murder from last week? Wasn't that Joliet? You're right. It was. Huh. I wonder if she was involved in that. It's a fucked up town, that Joliet. <laughs> yeah, it is. A lot of crime. A lot of crime. The, the story's from Chicago, though. And Anishi Spencer is filing a lawsuit against the McDonald's Corporation, which I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's a, that's a fine Irish eating establishment. Never heard of it. All, all of their foods start with Mick, you know, just it's, it's as an homage to their Irish her- heritage. Mick Big Mac, <laughs> Mick Fries. <laughs> what do you say to people when they're just like, I would never eat McDonald's? Like, does it bother you when you when you hear, like, in San Francisco, I'm sure it's said all the time. Yeah, everybody like, says that. Yeah. I think everybody I know says that. I think I'm the only person who still eats there. You know, I don't really Me like McDonald's that much either. But what about I'm the not fish opposed. sandwich? Do you like that? Yeah, I don't, I don't really eat the fish sandwich. What do you eat, the french fries? I'll eat the french fries, though. Shamrock shake. The shamrock shake. The but eggnog I, shake. I'm not opposed. Which is not, as, is not as famous as the shamrock shake, but just as good. The eggnog shake tastes like diarrhea. But I'm not a, I'm not opposed to eating at McDonald's. But I just find it funny when these people like get on their high horse and they're just like, I would never eat that shit, like McDonald's. Yeah. But yet you're sneaking Taco Bell in the back seat of your car, hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I, yeah. You know, I, though, there's no getting through to those people. You know, they, 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 these are the food phobia type people. Like, oh, fast food. <laughs> the meat is low grade. It's like it's all fucking checked out and authorized by the FDA, okay? And plus your stomach is this caustic realm of, you know, hydrochloric acid. Like you can eat a lot of shit and be fine. But you know what? Uh, I understand. But what's funnier to me are there are, there are people like you were saying about the Taco Bell. There are people there's people who will eat fast food, but then there's specific fast food places yeah. they, they are against or like, oh, I eat at Burger King, not Mc- like, oh man, <laughs> what's it's all the, the difference? same shit? <laughs> I mean, it's the same kind of horse. Yeah. What's the or, point? you know, everybody in California, they're all about the In-N-Out. Like, oh, I, I eat at In-N-Out, but that's the only fast food place. I, I don't even consider In-N-Out fast food. Like, In-N-Out is disgusting relative to everything. I mean, it's the same as everything else, but. But I think it's a coastal thing, like California and like the, and maybe New York, you know, people there just are like, oh, I'm too good to eat. To eat at fast food restaurants. But in the Midwest, I mean, that was like a Friday night dinner. It's like our parents would take us to McDonald's. Right. You know, or like a Thursday night. Well, it's like, and I, it's I was also, stoked. It's a little kid thing. When you have little kids, they won't eat anything. And they're a huge pain in the ass. Every, every meal is a huge pain in the ass. But you know they'll eat McDonald's and you know it's fast and you know it's cheap. You know, at some point you're just going to say, like, there's so many positives associated with me getting McDonald's. I'm just going to go for it. I mean, I understand, like, you should probably you know, feed your kids healthy food every now and then as well. But they don't want to eat it. And they, they just whine and complain and just, it's like, fuck. Soylent. That's what I'm telling you, man. Just make, make them eat that shake. Yeah, you force it down their throat. <laughs> Swallow it. Swallow my Soylent, child. Uh, there's things that you shouldn't eat at McDonald's, though. Condoms. Yeah. <laughs> If you find a condom on the floor of McDonald's, don't eat it. Yeah, but the McCondom tastes so good, though. It's so, <laughs> I love the McCondom. It's so stretchy and rubbery. <laughs> um, nice and fried. Anishi Spencer is suing McDonald's, the Irish eating establishment, uh, a Chicago branch. 
<laughs> because she took her two kids there in 2012. Jonathan, who was three, and Jaquel, which is a boy, I guess. I think maybe he's named after the assassin character in Game of Thrones. Jaquel? Oh, yeah. Jaquen. There's an obscure, there's an obscure reference. <laughs> a boy eats a condom, does he not? <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> uh... The mother claims that Jaquel, who is two, maybe it's Jaquel. He uh, Why not just call him Jack. Like just Jackal? name him Jack. Like, do you Jackal? have to call him Jaquel? We're not going to get into this. All right, naming of <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's American children. It really is. Like, they I like, mean, seriously, they like, the, they like unique names. All the other kids named Jonathan, which is more common. I would be so pissed if I was Jaquel or whatever the fuck his name is, and my brother's named John. I'd be like, you know really? Yeah. I would think the other way. I would think, like, why did I get the boring as fuck name and, like, he's going to be popular with all the ladies? I, I think he's going to be popular with the men with a name like Jacquel, but who knows? <laughs> who knows? Uh, you know, maybe he'll become a quarterback or something. <laughs> um, I lost my place with all this name, name talk. But, uh, okay, the kids are in the play area. Like, we didn't have this when we were little, right? Uh, the McDonald's was just a McDonald's and you yeah. got your burger and you ate it. But now there's this like giant play structure with fucking like a ball pit and, uh, you know, slides and little, uh, it maybe it's like a habit trail, like a hamster thing for kids. Yeah. Fill, <clears throat> filled with urine and fecal matter and condoms and condoms. Yeah. I, I would never let my kid go in there. Uh, Anishi claims that her kids found a condom on the floor and uh, later, after they ate there and went home a couple hours, little Yaquel, uh, he later coughed up a piece of the condom. <laughs> so she's suing McDonald's for $50,000, and she's charging them with failing to properly clean hazardous debris from an area used by children, the play area. And... <laughs> not using surveillance or inspections to over, underco- uncover any, quote, deviant activities at its eatery. <laughs> oh. Could you imagine what happens or who gets bald in the ball pit? I mean, I imagine well, it happens all the time. The question now becomes, is this a legitimate case or is this also a scam attempt? I think no, it's notice, a, notice I think the it's a Notice nobody's seen hide nor hair of this alleged condom a piece of the condom was apparently coughed up by yakel and i don't even know if that thing still exists oh so wait she didn't even have the evidence she didn't even have the the partially eaten condom (laughs) a piece of a condom is the only thing that's ever even talked about like a little piece of rubber well that's a threadbare case if i've ever heard one (laughs) which implies that this kid chewed up the condom Can, can you even do that yeah, I, I can't. I couldn't imagine even like. All right, we're not. This isn't a thought experiment. This is a real experiment. <laughs> D, go get a condom and chew it up. We'll Do wait, I have to we'll use wait. it first? No, we'll uh, wait. You might want right. to rinse the spermicidal lube off because that <laughs> I, that might be poisonous. I don't know. Well, what I find is this. What I find the most disturbing about this is the mental image of what's her name, Kanishawa or whatever. Kanish- Anishi. Anishi shoving a condom or a piece of a condom in her two-year-old kid's mouth. Well, I mean, you think that's maybe what she did to yeah. to, to scam McDonald's? Uh, yeah, I mean, this is horrible. 
Maybe she, all she really had to do is cut a little piece of a condom up and say, and then you go to the cops or whatever, your lawyer, and you say, Mike, this came out of my kid's mouth. Yeah, but how do you prove that? She's not as stupid as these people who eat the actual razor blades, <laughs> like, you know, as part of the. But how do you prove that? How, did, how did, they, did she know the condom was ingested at the McDonald's? Maybe the condom. First of all, you get a lawyer, and, and I'm going to read a sentence, and then you're going to tell me what's wrong with it. Uh, quote This is a very disgusting case. Jeffrey Deutschman. A lawyer for Spencer and her sons uh, said in a phone interview. It's a very disgusting case. Well, first Jeffrey, of all, he's not a Jew lawyer. Jeffrey Deutschman. Yeah, I knew you'd get it. Knew I mean, if it, it was Jeffrey Deutschman Bergstein, I would be <laughs> yeah. like, okay. All right. Now, now she's on the right path. Just pay here. the woman. That's good idea. <laughs> but now it's up in the air because she got this guy, Jeffrey Deutschman. That's never going to work out for her. He reminds me of the black lawyer from uh, Seinfeld. This is a very disgusting case. <laughs> he also says that they tried to settle, which is really what you want to do. You you don't want it to even go to court. No, you, you just, just want to like, settle. You want to go to the donut company or McDonald's and just say, "Look, I found a razor blade in my donut. My kid ate a condom at your eating establishment. You want to just give me some money and I'll go away. Easy peasy." But uh, this lawyer says that they tried to do that. And after having to deal with layers and layers of bureaucracy at McDonald's, <laughs> we find it necessary to go to trial. Did you know that McDonald's World Headquarters is in Illinois, in Oak Brook? Oh, I had no idea, really. I didn't know that either until huh. I read this article. So, they, you know, they could just go right over to, like, where, you know, the CEO, which I assume is Ronald, <laughs> just talk straight to him. So Ronald McDonald lives in a big clown house in Oak Brook, Illinois? Yeah. That's that's the office. That's where they all go. I always wonder about this. Like uh, I read something about the CEO of Taco Bell's gloating because they added like eighteen thousand jobs because their disgusting cool ranch taco or whatever that Dorito taco is like one of their biggest selling items. Do you think Ta- that guy, Taco Bell are not talking about? Yeah, but do you think the CEO of Taco Bell or the CEO of McDonald's actually eats their food once in a while? Yeah. Just when they to have keep, to keep up appearances. I mean, Taco Bell is part of uh, something Pepsi. called Yum Foods, I think. Yeah, but I think it's owned by PepsiCo. Oh, really? So it goes even bigger yeah. than I thought. But they, they're like, they own Pizza Hut and, a, and KFC maybe also. Uh, that's why you see the Pizza Hut slash Taco Bell slash KFC because it's really all the same fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all the same ingredients. They just kind of make it into different shapes. You don't don't talk about <laughs> vegetarian, okay? <laughs> They're very different. <laughs> it's not it's not some fucking you know soylent fluid that they just then mold in a Play-Doh machine to different things to fool us and all. add cheese. But damn, if they made a taco with fried chicken in it, I would be fat as fuck. <laughs> you know what really is the gross? I will tell you what the grossest fast food is. El Pollo Loco. Are you ready? No, El Pollo Loco is actually very. That is one of those things where I actually I would say that it's not even fast food. You know, that's like grilled chicken and some beans. I've never eaten there. If you were to if you were to go back to eating meat, I would suggest you ease into it with El Pollo Loco because it's pretty mild. Uh, what, Arby's. Oh, one Arby's, place that I yeah. wouldn't recommend you start with is Arby's. Uh, <laughs> it's supposed to be roast beef, but it's like the shaved gray meat. Labia. Uh yeah, it looks like a bad vagina. Uh, sometimes they put they pump the the fluid cheese on it, which looks like pus. Yellow. Pu- if your pus is that color, you have bigger problems than just pus coming out of your body. I'm just saying, it looks like a diseased vagina. Their sandwiches. They have uh, curly fries there. Uh, it's 
I, I love it. <laughs> but there's not one near me, and I'm really glad that there's not one near me. So what happened to this lady? I mean, how she? I mean, do, do you think this case has any? But do you think she has legs to stand on here? I I don't. <laughs> like I said, where's the condom? And People aren't fucking in the play place. And not to mention, I'm sure McDonald's. I'm sure Ronald McDonald. He's not hiring the Hamburglar as his defense here. I mean, he's got like <laughs> that guy. He's got probably got Mayor like McCheese? a whole. He's probably got a whole cadre of just like badass Jewish attorneys. I think Mayor McCheese had a law degree before he was elected. <laughs> Grimace. Grimace is a bulldog. Grimace. Uh, in the court. I don't know. I think Grimace is just a paralegal. A couple fry guys here. <laughs> fry guys. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. You know, they might, like I said, they, they haven't settled yet, but McDonald might just determine, like, $50,000 isn't a lot of money. Not that I mean, The kid ate a condom. <laughs> but people don't people aren't fucking in the play place if you work at a fast food place or even anywhere similar you fuck in the in the walk-in cooler now that's the best well it's a little cold in there but yeah that's yeah where you you, well you got to get in and fuck before shrinkage sets in but sometimes there's a walk-in dry storage like that's another good area but you don't fuck in the play place where kids can see you so how old is this uh, little kid What's his he name? was two when he ate the condom but now he's three so you, you, you envision this scenario in the future with the, the Razor Donuts. Could you imagine this kid? So let's say they do win. They get $50,000. By the time this kid's like 18 or 17, that, that money's not going to be around. But the mom's the, probably the spend it all. Four. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that money's going to be gone. The money's going to be gone. And so then when you find out, you're like, really, mom? You made me eat a condom? Like, fuck you, you fat right. bitch. Where's my money? <laughs> I know. Where's my money? God. I'd, I'd make, you know, <laughs> wait till you're you know, senile. You're going to be eating a lot of condoms. <laughs> I know. I would get my revenge. Right. Well, I think if you're going to uh, try to pull one over McDonald's, at least have the soil condom or a piece of the soil condom as evidence. You could be evidence. A. there's the half eaten condom. It's unclear. I do think there's this piece. It's unclear whether this piece of condom still exists. Hmm. We'll see. I kind of think it doesn't. It seems like they would make a bigger deal out of it. I, I just think a lot of these food fraudsters need to need to plan out their uh, their scheme in advance. A little more forethought. Yeah. Might I also like how the kid coughed up the condom. Because that implies, <laughs> I mean, did, wait, did he eat it or inhale it? <laughs> <laughs> it was just in the back of his throat. Or does cough up imply, you know, like, like, like vomiting? I don't know. I, don't know. I, I guess I, I probably shouldn't go down the rabbit hole of the exact thought process here. Well, people, send your stories into uh, Sick and Wrong Podcast at uh, hotmail.com. Well, actually, we've got some phone calls to get to. I also got a, an interesting email here, website recommendation for people okay. to go to. Uh, before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsor, audible.com. If you're illiterate or have Down syndrome, but you still want to read a book, why not go to audible.com and get an audiobook? Audible has over 75,000 titles to choose from, with more being added all the time. Just go to audiblepodcast.com slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. So we got a few phone calls here to the Sick and Wrong Hotline. 206-666-3846 is that number. People, if you're going to call the Sick and Wrong Hotline, don't leave a message over three minutes. You know, if it's over three minutes, we're not going to play it because it's too long. And if it's a message that's like incoherent and you're just like yelling racial epithets or insulting my Jewish heritage, occasionally I'll play it. Maybe I'll include it at the end of the, end of the show. But if you really want to get on the show, call us up and give us an interesting story. Say something funny. 
Jesus. Um, we did get a couple good calls, though, this week. So uh, let, let me get to the first one here. I do like this guy. I, I love when people call up and, uh, I guess, call us out for being retarded. Because uh, we are. I mean, I'm not ashamed to admit it. <laughs> we are retarded. And, uh, yeah, our, our, we do have a limited outlook. Very skewed perspective on life. But it is nice when people do uh, point that out. Like this guy. Sick and wrong. This is Carlos from Orange County. I love you guys. I do. But you guys are fucking retarded. I'm sorry. I have to call you out. <laughs> First, I'm listening to D talking about his mother's gynecologist. What kind of fucked up conversation is that? Asking your mom about her gynecologist? I didn't ask her about it, dickhead. She, like, brought it up with me. <laughs> no, she, she not used, any better. She would do that. She would just, like, she would, you know come back from her, whatever her meeting and just, and discuss her. She was a very open person. So she would like talk about her, you know, her problems she was having with her vagina or boo-boo as she called it. And, uh, <laughs> wait, 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 what did she call it? Her boo-boo? A boo-boo. Yeah. Um, whatever, dude, I was 14. Um, <laughs> no, I remember when I was young, she called it her boo-boo. And I, I used to think I was like, okay, well maybe this is normal for mothers to talk about their diseased boo-boos with their child. Never really, th- never thought it was weird till later on in life. When um, that that's a thing with kids, you know, you take your weird family experiences, not for you, just take them uh, literally. You think they're normal until you leave your house, like you go to college, and then you tell somebody something like that, or you start a podcast and you say you talk about it, and then everybody's like, "You're fucked up," and then you realize you're fucked up. But when I was, yeah, you're eight- fucked up. Your whole family's fucked up. Yeah, but when I was eight it's years fucked. old, I didn't think it was fucked up to talk to my mom about her boo-boo and her gynecologist or to talk about or help my dad with his shit hanger unclog the toilet. I thought that was normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure your family, the Wackerlies, had their own weird traditions. No, nothing like that. <laughs> hey, man, I, I can imagine that conversation at the table there. Your dad's telling your mom she needs to go to a male gynecologist so you guys can save a couple shekels. Guy's <laughs> sitting in the corner with a little pop-up booth like a lemonade stand, and he's giving gynecological exams. Second, your guys' commentary on people looking for jobs <clears throat> that are below them, people do that all day, every day. There's people with PhDs and master's degrees making $10, $12 an hour. Some companies will hire those people. Because they know they're only going to be in there for three, four months until they find a better job. Why would a company hire somebody that's only going to be there for three months? Well, they wouldn't, but that's why you don't put that you have a PhD when you're applying to McDonald's. Yeah, I mean, don't, don't wear your like corduroy sport jacket with the you know elbow patches in there. Wear some T-shirt with a monster truck on it. What What are these twelve dollar an hour jobs that these people who are exceedingly overqualified working. I, I just want to know this. Like Kinko's? Like where, where, where are these people with, uh, with PhDs working? If you have a PhD, you probably could get a job. I mean, teaching. Well, what do you think your – what if your PhD is in, you know? Hiding condoms in McDonald's? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm so stupid I can't even think of a PhD. <laughs> what if people beer? do in college? I forgot. <laughs> I Anthropology, forties. <laughs> Anthropology, and yeah, you know what are you going to do? The, you the fucking te- teach. Per- no, but the teaching, you know, the professor 
occupation is very saturated. There's like five, ten people for each teaching job at a university. You go to a community college. Even there. Well, I think what you whatever. do is you, you, go, you go work at uh, Starbucks because even though you get paid low, you'll get health care. Uh, I bet you there aren't that many PhD, PhD you know, uh, graduates with, uh, at, at fucking Starbucks. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I, I don't know. I wouldn't know. Uh, you guys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think he got cut off there. Uh, yeah, well, uh, thank you. Uh, we're both retarded and awesome in the same call. I well, I don't work at Starbucks. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> you don't have a PhD. Maybe if you did. Um, I, I, think I, I mean, I, I, I have sympathy for people without jobs, uh, I guess. <laughs> you know, I think about it now, though. We're kind of lucky because when we graduated college, we were kind of at that, that cutoff where there were jobs available for an undergraduate yes. where you could right. like graduate and you could just go get a job at some <laughs> company. All these, all these poor people that, uh, you know, worked at these companies, <laughs> they had, they had to hire us. They had no choice. And we were just so stupid and our worth at work ethics were horrible. And we were just drunk all the time every day still. Cause that's what we did in college. And they were like, God damn it. I need somebody to fulfill this position, and these are the only people available. I guess I'll take that guy. But these jobs were available then because these companies were hiring. Whereas now, like, I feel bad for undergraduates. Like, uh, people that graduate with their bachelor's degrees, they're moving back home with their parents because they can't find fucking jobs. Yeah. God, could you imagine that? Talk about a fail. You leave yeah, but your I, house. I, I mean, I also think that a lot of these you – know, 22 year olds they get out of college and they think that they're going to go you know get a private office and like oh we hire a lot of like people right out of school at my job and a lot of them are good but even the ones that are good they do have this expectation that they're going to be like like you know heading up a project or something or like managing other people like within two months yeah like, no, no, that's not how it sense. works <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're 22 years old kid and you're kind of a dumbass. Like, you know, you got to, like, work your way up. I think uh, part of it is, though, you know, back when, like, we were graduating, I remember, like, these Fortune 500 companies would come there and they would have, like, uh, recruitment days or whatever. I mean, they were they mm -hmm. were hiring so much that it was just – it wasn't that hard to get a job. That's how I – my first job out of school was uh, – oh, it was awful. It was at that industrial supply company doing sales. And I bet you they don't do that anymore. I, I'm sure – I highly doubt – they're hiring at the level that they did in the late 90s now. Well, here's the real problem. It's all these, you know, our parents' generation, the baby boomers. Lazy they fuck. all didn't save enough fucking money, and they don't have pensions, uh, most of them. And so they should be retiring and opening up positions for, you know, for the younger generation. Move up and, then, and then people will get hired in at the bottom. But they're not because they didn't save enough money, so they're just trying to work as long as they can – you know, get out of the house still. Uh, it, and so they're keeping everybody else back. So you have these companies that have these like tenured VPs that have been there for 40 fucking years. Right. And you can't hire them because they're sacred cows. So they do nothing, but they make like $120,000 a year. And you know, do it's nothing. Even, you, you know, it's even crazier than them making $120,000 a year for doing nothing. Uh, they have like, 18 weeks of vacation <laughs> that's another thing <laughs> they yeah. worked at the company for 40 years and every whatever two years you know they add a couple days on and so when you have to work with these people you're like oh i gotta get a hold of that guy he's gotta like get back to me and approve my report 
Like, oh, he's on vacation. Oh, when's he getting back? In about a month and a half. Oh, really? <laughs> and then a month and a half. And then you miss the three day window and you call back. Oh, yeah, he went on vacation again for a month. You know? Yeah, and their job is essentially a vacation. Like, they spend most right. of the day just in the break room because they don't, or not even the break room, the cafeteria, just hanging out. You know, Chatting. they show up to work for like maybe two hours, do actually two hours of actual work because right. they're, you know, you can't fire them. You just yeah. want them to retire. Ah, it's, it's, that's what's wrong with our country. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for pointing that out. We, both, we managed to both shit on uh, younger people and older people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the people who are good for this country are just, you know, the 38-year-old males, white males. We're good. Um, okay, you know, we got another call here, the second call from, uh, from a, uh, one, of, one of my favorite callers. I like this guy a lot. Hello, I'm just calling with reference to something <laughs> that you said recently about people uh, cleaning up after themselves if they have accidents in public. Guess what this call is about, Wacko. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's our num- he's like our Steve Martin, you know, like Steve Martin's been on Saturday Night Live more than anybody else. The Moon is like our most frequent caller. He might I mean, even have called in more than Trucker Paul at this point. Not more than Scott from Iowa, although I really do want Plus, Scott from Iowa. If you're if you're listening, give us a call because I want to know what's going on in your life. Miss that guy. Mm. Remember he was single and just partying up with all these sluts. He probably got tied down again. I bet you that's what happened. I bet you his mm. wife went through his computers like you're listening to sick and what. No, no, this is going away now. That's probably what happened. Where's the moon? <laughs> he doesn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> and uh, no. something happened to me a couple of weeks ago that made me realize that you do have a point in ridiculing people who do stuff like that. Anyway, I was uh, having lunch with my friend at one of my favorite restaurants in Tokyo when uh, after the meal, he just disappeared for ages and I didn't know where he'd gone. <laughs> So eventually I lost patience and paid the bill and waited for him just outside where all the toilets are and everything. And eventually he emerged from the toilet looking completely distraught and his face was just white. And he said, look, look, come on, let's get out of here. Come on. So he ushered me out and we walked away and eventually he told me what happened. So he'd gone in there. He really needed acting like he committed a murder or something. (laughs) He murdered that toilet dump he'd had a leisurely dump and uh tried to flush the toilet and he said the toilet flush was broken so the water just came up and almost started overflowing over the rim so he put the lid down and decided to do the honorable thing and uh tell the people at the restaurant that their toilet was broken so he went out but the only person he could find was this hot waitress so he went up to her and he said look don't go in the toilet but I just need to warn you that the toilet is broken and you need to get someone in to fix it. And uh, she ignored what he said and just started walking into the toilet. And he's going, Don't go in there. No. For the love of God. The horror. The horror, yeah. I mean, what? Can you imagine how excited the moon was? <laughs> His friend came out and was like, oh, my God, you're not going to believe what happened. And the moon's like, did it involve the toilet? <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> I think you know how like the cannibal cop has his fantasies he jerks off to pictures of like severed breasts in like a in a cauldron. Yeah, I know um, how he does that. I think the uh, the moon's jacking off the stories of their friends' shit mishaps. <laughs> just not just any it has to be a public restroom. A public restroom like in yeah, you never like, hear a, you never hear the moon talking about his toilet at home. No, he's a shit he's exhibitionist, the moon. He just fetish it. He fetishizes public restrooms. Public, public restrooms, yeah. 
no, no, don't go in, don't go in. And uh, all they could do was follow her. So they went in and the lid was down. He said, don't open the lid. Don't open the lid, it's broken. <laughs> and sure enough... This is like, this is like the end of uh, Seven. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the box? What's in, What's the, in the box? box? And she's just like, don't open the, the lid. <laughs> And then, I mean, by saying that, now she has now, to open uh, the lid. I don't remember. What what was... T- <laughs> I don't want you to look in there. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Don't look in that toilet. Don't do Just it. Don't don't look in that toilet. She had to. And the lid. And he said they just stood there silently for a moment, both of them just looking down at his turds in the toilet. And he said she just kind of shook her head and with this real dis- disapproving tone of voice that I see. And then how hard do you think the moon is right now? <laughs> like, dude, he's got like this massive erection from here in the story. Yeah. His pants are about to, to flush it. And he said, no, don't flush it. Don't flush it. It's broken. And for some reason she ignored him again <laughs> and she tried to flush it. And of course, all of the water just flowed up and all of his shit just came out and overflowed and went on the floor. So that's at the point that he ran out and came to me and we ran away from the restaurant. Anyway, uh, so, you know, that just drove home to me that you do have a point and sometimes it's just best to get the fuck out. Okay, cheers. Bye-bye. <laughs> yes, okay, you can get the fuck out, but then you're not going to have the excitement of hearing a story where a girl's humiliated with feces all over her shoes. Yeah. You know? Don't tell her it's your shit. Say you walked in there and you saw it. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it, I'm sure, I bet you the moon does. I bet you the moon, every public bathroom he goes into, he probably checks the stalls. Even if he just has to use the uh, urinal, he probably still checks the stalls just to see if there is a like you an overflow turd. You know? Could be something interesting going on in there. You never know. And then you, could, uh, you can go ask the hot Japanese waitress. To go in there, and then you can see the uh, the the awkwardness and the shock, and then you can masturbate at home. <laughs> That's a weird fetish. That's got to be a weird one. I wonder how that came up, like how that developed. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> butthole touching, <laughs> as always. People call the Signal Hotline two zero six 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 three eight four six. As I mentioned before, we did get a couple emails. Um, a few people pointed this out. At uh, stickaroundpodcast.com. And uh, a few people pointed this out on Facebook. But the one guy who pointed out first was Wes. So the song that was used in the Audible promo, uh, is that, that retarded song, mm-hmm. is uh, performed by a guy, an artist named El Mudo. And the song is called Chacaron Macaron. So he's saying Chacaron Macaron. That's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Well, sort of. Like mumbling it. Um yeah, I, I, I had uh, I had heard that song before, actually. Yeah, and a bunch of people posted the I think it's the uh, the Adam West Batman kind of doing a dance to that song. It's like looped. Yep. So I had seen that before. I just you know always wondered who sang that song. So thank you, Wes, and all you other people for uh, pointing out the retarded song is Chacaron Macaron. <laughs> what does that mean? I have no idea. <laughs> it's Spanish, right? I think it's a, I don't think, I think it's gibberish. I don't think it's a real word. Oh, okay. Maybe. Um, the second email we got here is br- from Brett. Brett says, writing to you from Turkey. I work on a boat here and your podcast keeps me sane. It's a disturbing thought. 
Which is a weird thing to say considering the stuff that you guys talk about. Is it a gravy boat? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a little Thanksgiving humor for y'all. Out of season, but uh, I take it as I can get it. Anyway, thanks for feeding my slightly twisted brain your good old American culture. I'll return the favor. Check out HarlemShakePoop.com. It's pretty funny. Wackerly was not impressed by Harlem Shake Poop. You weren't. First of all, the Harlem Shake is a forced meme. It's so annoying. But it was like done people now. decided, like, I'm, we're going to make this a meme. It didn't naturally arise as a meme, which is always annoying. It yeah, but like when, a, who, who did the first one? Like, when did this become, when, when did this become popular? When did this become viral? I don't know. <laughs> because it's a forced meme, I don't think it even deserves research. Because by researching it, now you're just reinforcing that, like, oh, it is a meme. Well, I, don't, I it, was, it's a song. It's, it's based on the song, right? This band that they made a no, song some DJ, called the some DJ. Some DJ. Well, no, the Harlem Shake I think was something from the seventies or eighties, like in rap videos. Like I know uh, P Diddy used to do the the move in these in the, in like uh, his videos. So it's an older. But this th- has this has nothing to do with that move. No, it doesn't. It has to do with a song this DJ made called the Harlem Shake, where he like. To sample the song, and the song's been out for a while. I don't know why all of a sudden these videos of people dancing have been circulating and being created. It's just, it's like below not amusing. It's it's, it's a non entity. It's tired, and uh, hopefully, it's now the fact that it's like so widespread, I'm hopefully it'll just kind of go away and die like death of a meme here. But um, this guy, this guy, this, this guy is guilty of try hard, try hardism. And this, his disgusting try-hard viral attempt. I mean, we're talking he about it. He tried really hard. <laughs> well, he tried to, well, you know who... I he, wouldn't have gone that far. You know who I think might enjoy this Harlem Shake poop? <laughs> <laughs> I think the moon. The moon would be really into it. I think the moon would be like... Uh, he'd be interested. I'm not so sure because, once again, it's in a private bathroom. Well, I think my favorite Harlem Shake video is... Uh, it would Harlem be his favorite. If you had to rank them, yes. <laughs> it would be his favorite. I'm just saying. He might be like, huh. Eh. Well, I'm check like, it out, private, people. Somebody's what, private private bathroom. Not so good. What I find funny about it, Wackerly was disappointed because he thought there'd be like 30 people with shit just like shaking out of their asses, spinning around and feces just flying everywhere. Well, it's not. It's just It's just two dudes. And I think you're just disappointed. Do you really mean to be getting it? You know what disappoints me? Is that it's just one blast. <laughs> if I'm being honest. So wait, you wanted to see like diarrhea that lasted a minute? <laughs> you know those sprinklers that like they rotate? They're like tick, tick, They tick, make that tick. noise like. Yes. I don't know what it's called, but it's a type of sprinkler. That's what I was wanting to see. It's also a dance move, the sprinkler. Yes. So you're hoping that there would just be shit just being sprayed throughout. I wanted to see like a Rorschach image (laughs) by the end. See, I thought it was going to be – I agree with you though. I thought it was going to be like a bunch of people in funny costumes, like 30 people just shitting everywhere. You know, instead – It's hard to coordinate the timing on that type of thing. (laughs) It's the problem. Yeah, and and the volunteers. Even if you could get the volunteers, even if you had a bunch of people who are game for it. Getting everybody's shits coordinated. <laughs> I think what you would need to do is you need to go to your office with a bunch of X-Lax cupcakes. And then, fleet. and then lock the bathroom doors. Mm-hmm. And then put on your YouTube, uh, your camera on your phone. 
Right. Then you're going to go to jail, though. Yeah, but it might be worth it because you'll have a viral video, just like this Harlem Shake Poop guy. So uh, thank you, Brett, for uh, sending that in. Uh, people, you can send an email to podcast at uh, hotmail.com. Well, actually, uh, I, need to pr- I need to plug my uh, – I'm always plugging shit here on Sick and Wrong. I've got to plug my new show. I'm doing a, a new podcast. Well, it's not really a podcast. It's a new show down here called The Obscenesters. Have you seen it yet? Uh, I haven't had a chance to see it. It's kind of cool. It. I, you know, I started doing that uh, horror show uh, for a bit, and uh, it just didn't work out. wasn't really getting along there with the co-host, and so she quit on me. And uh, I was, you know, I wasn't going to do the show anymore. And then my friend Lenora, who's uh, Lenora Claire, who's been on the podcast a few times, she was like, I'll do a show. So we started doing it. Essentially, it's just a vidcast. And uh, what's cool about it is Lenora knows a lot of cool people down here. Well, so, and because it's a vidcast, when she's been on the podcast, which is only audio, you, d- you can't appreciate Lenora's assets. Oh, my God. You know Lenora? Some of her assets. <laughs> she has many assets, but two in particular that are well-suited to vidcasting. Lenora has the biggest breasts of anyone I know, and they're natural. They're real. Like at one time, I was talking to her about it. And I was like, "Well, what size bra do you wear?" She wears a double G, a double G bra. Yeah, it's insane. Makes sense. I mean, having seen them, it makes sense. And she's not shy about them. Oh no, she's not one of these girls who's got them all covered up, you know, modestly. No, she's she's got uh, like even just a you know just I'll see her like during the day. We'll go to like lunch or something on like a Wednesday, and she's got like this like low cut shirt with just these massive uh, breasts. Very impressive rack, um, right. Lenore. But Lenore did, also all, is, all of our preteen listeners are now fans. They're <laughs> gonna go watch that show if they weren't before. <laughs> But Lenora's also got a great personality, and she's fun to do the show with. Uh, this, uh, so it's every Monday night at tradiov.com slash LA, tradiov.com slash LA. I'll put a link up to it on, uh, on sickroundpodcast.com. Yeah, it's cool. 7 to 8, uh, Monday nights. It's done live, so you can call in, and you can uh, – don't, don't start telling shit stories to me on the air because I don't want – that's for sick and wrong, all right? But uh, you can call in and ask questions and check it out. This Monday, we have Angus Oblong – who uh, is the creator of the, the show The Oblongs animated series. And we have Mike Anderson, who's a director of The Simpsons. So if you have mm-hmm. Simpsons questions, like do you have any Simpsons questions, Wackley, you've always wondered about? Uh, I'm putting you on the spot here. Questions about The Simpsons. <laughs> How annoying is Maggie in real life? You're not Maggie, Lisa. Lisa's who Lisa. I, uh, I haven't watched it for a while. God, you know, it used to be like maybe – one episode a season was a Lisa episode. And now, yeah. like, it seems... Well, I haven't been watching it, the recent episodes, all that much. But, uh, just, like, the last time I really... I think I stopped watching the early aughts. But it seemed like it was mainly because it was, like, there were, like, five Lisa episodes. I don't understand... I just imagine that the writers hate Lisa as much as all the fans uh, do. But she's... Uh, it's so easy, you know, because they're writing it as sort of a committee... That lowest common denominator pops out, and it always just ends up like, well, if we make Lisa the main character, it'd be really easy to string all these other jokes together. So once again, we'll just have Lisa, you know, care about, uh, you know, fracking or something. <laughs> this will be the episode where Lisa's really mad about fracking. Yeah, and then uh, and then the whole episode. I mean, I guess it's probably uh, probably that's what it is. You know, I kind of want to know. She's the moral center of the show. Well, it's Which is why she sucks. It's interesting to me, though, when you see, like, the behind-the-scenes, like, South Park and how they create each episode. So I kind of want to know about that. Like, do they have teams that work on a certain episode? Do you know what episode you're working on? Who comes up with the ideas? That kind of thing. Just uh, do this for me. When you get in there, just 
put your fingers together in a steeple and just stare at the guy and say, tell me about your teams. <laughs> Writing teams. Speak on that. And then just stare at him with your fingers on your lips. Tell me about your, your teams. I also kind of want to know about when Phil Hartman died, because that had to have been a bummer. I mean, how many yeah. voices did that guy do? That'll be very upbeat. So yeah, but don't you want to know, like, uh, weren't they like, fuck, man, now we got to, we just, we, this guy does like five characters. Now we got to retire those characters. Or do you find somebody else that can do the voice? No, they retired them all. Lionel Hutz, gone. One of my favorite, uh, he was such a great, he was such a great character. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the so uh, guy. this Monday night, 7 to 8 a.m., tradiov.com slash LA. Check out the Obscenesters with uh, Lenora Claire and uh, me. Uh, also, um, uh, if you if you if you're listening to the show right now, you know, uh, Wackley, we we just recently released a show on SoundCloud too. Have you seen that? Did you get my yeah. email about that? I did. So, sick and wrong is being offered in various different venues. We get we're on SoundCloud, but the main venue is uh, or the main uh, the main program you can listen to sick and wrong on is uh, iTunes. iTunes probably the best way to support the show because you can go to iTunes. It's free. You can subscribe. You can rate. You can comment on how awesome we are, and it really does kind of help us out, boost our exposure. So uh, just go to iTunes right now and, uh, and subscribe. Also, while you're doing that, and you're just use your um, – open up another tab. So while you're, you're subscribing to the show on iTunes – Not, you not to, a tab, diet soda. No, no, the tab <laughs> in your browser, browser window. And then, uh, <laughs> if you're drinking then you, a tab, that's fine. Yeah, you, if, okay, so drink a tab, open up your tab, go to the Sick and Wrong store at sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store and order a t-shirt. So you can subscribe to the show, you can order a t-shirt, and uh, really it's a win-win situation for all those involved because we'll keep doing the show because you're supporting us. And uh, yeah, and you get a t-shirt, which you can look cool wearing. So it's, uh, yeah, you really help us out. Sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. By the way, we have no more mediums, so don't order a medium. Make it a large or a small or an extra large. Uh, Wackerly, I'm going to do a special dedication here for uh, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. And uh, okay, I'm going to dedicate Yeah, I'm going to dedicate this one to uh, Lil Wayne. Uh, we here at Sick and Wrong wish him a speedy and fast recovery. You know, um, it's tragic. He's uh, in a coma right now. I don't think he's in a coma. He was speedy. in a coma. They induced a coma. Uh, oh, he, they did? Yeah, they induced a coma. Last, last article I read. Um, I'm not keeping up on my Lil Wayne news. Lil Wayne is in critical condition after suffering a seizure yesterday on Friday. Um, 30-year-old rappers rushed to Cedar sinai Hospital in L.A. where he was placed in an induced coma. And this is the second time this week that he's been hospitalized after a seizure. I think part of it is he drinks a lot of this, this concoction he calls a scissorp. The purple drink? The purple drink. Not that healthy for you. I, you know, I've never had the purple drink. It's like a Robitussin type thing or something, but not exactly. I don't know what it is. It's like cough syrup with like Seven Up and like pills. I think he puts like OxyContin in it. I don't even know. It's a he. You can go on YouTube, do a search for the Sizzurp, S I Z Z U R P, and you can get Lil Wayne talking about his recipe for how he um, how he makes this beverage that he drinks. On a, he's, uh, he's a mixologist himself. He's a mixologist, and he drinks this. I mean, he drinks this all the time. So there. By like, the way, he's a he's a multimillionaire. You know, he can afford Dom Perignon every day, 
and like really good cocaine, but he's drinking Robitussin. Yeah, he's drinking a purple like Dimetap, like cough syrup concoction here rather than drinking Cristal champagne. I don't get it. I don't know. I mean, maybe he just wants to, uh, you know, represent. I think they call that, uh, I think they call that keeping it real. Keeping it real. That's a, Wackerly's down with the ghetto slang here. Anyway, uh, we're gonna we're gonna end the show with a, a Lil Wayne song called "No Worries." You know, I'm not that familiar with Lil Wayne's music. And uh, prior, when I heard about this, I was I was looking through YouTube, just watching a bunch of his videos. And uh, yeah, the music's asinine. I don't understand why anybody really is a huge fan there. Um, you, you know, compared to like the, the, the era of hip hop that I like is '90s, like you know, Notorious B.I.G., Tupac, Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. That, that's real hip hop. Snoop Dogg, Dre. NWA. That that's hip hop. What this is is well, you're talking about the New York and the LA scenes, and uh, Lil Wayne is from the south, the dirty south. Okay, Outcast. Outcast is a great ludicrous. He's they're great rappers. What what Lil Wayne does is just kind of like he just spouts gibberish with a beat underneath. I mean, I, I don't mean to demean him. Well, yeah, I do. Okay, I'm demeaning his music, and I do want him to continue making this. But so this video here, no worries. Go, check, go watch the video. It's like they they recreate Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, but it's Lil Wayne with his, I don't know, ghetto cohort in the front seat, and they're driving like a red Chevrolet Caprice convertible, just like Hunter S. Thompson, and they uh-huh. pick up some random hitchhiker in the desert, and then they're just drinking scissorp and smoking whatever, PCP, Sherm, I have no idea what the, what it is, and then all sorts What's of Sherm? crazy shit start, starts happening. What's Sherm? PCP, I mean, oh. the Sherm? No. That's another ghetto term. Tupac always talks about getting your sherm on. And I'm sure Lil Wayne gets his sherm on with his okay. scissorp. But okay. yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, Allegedly. It's a, it's a funny video. I mean, I, I, you know, if I was hitchhiking and, uh, you know, Lil Wayne and his buddy pull up and they have a bunch of PCP, I probably would get in the backseat too. Why not? Oh, I'm going to, yeah. If I'm with them, I'm definitely succumbing to peer pressure. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, think about the like story. Think about the story. You'd have some great Instagram pics. You probably wouldn't be. You probably wouldn't be in the running for Pope after uh, after hanging no. out with Lil Wayne. But to be honest, I mean, we aren't really, anyways. Yeah, just because of this podcast. <laughs> so we're going to end the show here with uh, a song called "No Worries." Going after Lil Wayne. Hopefully, uh, he recovers quickly from um, from his ailments. Uh, people, we want to wish you a happy and safe St. Patrick's Day. Drink a lot of green beer. Puke a lot of green puke. And uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, Get laid and um, wear a green condom. That's... Nobody gets laid on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, because you're too drunk to get Everybody's it up. Too, too drunk, drunk to fuck. Vomit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week with episode 373. Till then, take it sleazy. Look me in my face. I ain't got no words. I ain't got no words. I ain't got no words. See them strongest keep me up. So I ain't got no words. I ain't got no words. I ain't got no worries. You see money right there. That's Tucci right there. Yeah, that's Batman right there. And we ain't got no worries. You see pussy right there. Red bone mangoes right there. See them drummies right there. Yeah, we ain't got no worries. Uh,
Gucci in this bitch. Everybody should be worried. Them pussy niggas be purring. Bitches be digging me. I feel buried. And if she make this dick hard, she woke up sleeping giant. Man, yo bitch speaking tongues. Every time we speak in private, hope your barber shop open. Cause we got hair triggers. Smoke so much that smoking the bear. Have to bear with us in that Jeep with the doze off. That mean that bitch sleep. All these bitches think they the shit. I send them up shit's creek. You see Tunchi right here. Give me brain ideas. It's okay if you turn up. Just don't turn off my light years. All I know is I do it. What I'm smoking, I grew it. These are blood gang, pyro it. All rats gotta die, even steward. On my private jet and my steward. This is your bitch, nigga. Bitch, nigga. I know gold diggers and ditch diggers. You don't get this, you get this figure. She say, sorry, I didn't shave. So that pussy is a little furry. I put that pussy in my face. I ain't got no worries, don't you? Put me in my face. I ain't got no worries. I ain't got no worries. I ain't got no worries. See, the summers keep me up. So I ain't got no worries. Yeah. I ain't got no worries. I ain't got no worries. You see money right there. That's too cheap right there. Yeah, that's Mac Man right there. And we ain't got no worries. You see pussy right there. Red bone mangoes right there. Hold on, dromies right there. She bad as a hooker, so she ain't got no worries. She won't need to eat her sugar. I say, why you in a hurry? She say, why you asking questions? I say, bitch, you trying to be funny. Now take the fucking clothes off. Let me see that donkey cone. Now swing your ass back and forth, back and forth on my monkey ball. That camel toe, that camel toe. No worries, no pantyhose. These niggas falling off like baggy clothes. I smoke more than a magic show. I swear I saw my hoe. I swear she was with my hoe. You know I fuck them both So pussy and so dope Bitches tune and I'm out here No worries, no worries I would talk about my dick But man, that shit be a long story Look me in my face yeah. I ain't got no words I ain't got no words I ain't got no worries See them showmans keep me up So I ain't got no words I ain't got no words I ain't got no worries You see money right there mind bro are you serious Hugo Chavez embalmed himself whoa dude I hope somebody got video of that shit